another terrific, wonderful, magical mm. episode of Not For Nothing. Fantastical. Uh, as usual, with your hosts, Chris and Chris. That's dun, right. Dun, 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 dun. That's right. Uh, how are you? Um, I'm wonderful. It's yeah. another gorgeous Friday afternoon. Just soaking it in. Yeah, the weekend's almost here. You have big plans for the weekend? No. Well, that's weird because every I heard everybody's working for the weekend. <laughs> I heard that everybody oh, okay. needs a little romance. <laughs> All right. Well, that was kind of that felt like a dad joke. Oh, was it, was. Was that a what, dad joke? Okay, I just want to make sure that was. Yeah. I mean, it was. It wasn't my best material, but no, you know. no, clearly. I mean, if you want a piece of my heart, you're going to have to start from the start. <laughs> all right. Come on, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, this all is right. A good show. So we've got strong we've show. Got sports, we've got sports to talk about. This is going to be a, a quick one because we've uh, we've we tortured our, our listeners with rambling hour and 15 to hour and a half long podcast for weeks and weeks. And so we made a, a determination by default that we were going to do mostly NFL picks and talk about football instead of rushing it. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Although I'm sure we'll find something to hang our hat on and talk for 25 minutes. So, um, I mean, we, we talked about, we, we talked about penises for uh, 15 minutes before this show started. So right. Can, right. <laughs> so thank you. Lucky stars that, uh, that wasn't on the air. We can bring it back. Sure. Oh, easily. Yeah. <laughs> I can always, <laughs> Never mind. Um, four leaf clover of friends. Yeah. Deal. Speaking of uh, penises, Chris. Yes. Let's talk about James Harden. <laughs> okay. okay. Did you like that segue? <laughs> I mean, the, you could have gone into Oklahoma City bombing. The only way to make that worse. You could have been like, <laughs> speaking of penises, what? What? Timothy, Timothy McVeigh, he was a real dick. And you know what? So he used to play in Oklahoma City. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, see, you're the master at these. At these, you know, I'm just, I'm still trying to learn here how to, how to work these all out and stuff, Chris. Yeah, I don't, sure. I don't know. Uh, tell, tell me about James Harden and tell me why he is the big swinging dick of uh, the globe. Yeah. So apparently, there's a, there's someone, a person uh, on Reddit. I, okay. And, and I don't really know how Reddit works. So, but it's a Reddit user, they say. So I guess maybe the guy's on it a lot, um, or he just posted or he this. Does he have a thread? I guess he has a thread or account or something, he has whatever. His own subreddit. That's not really important, though. I guess so. Okay. Let's not let's talk about that too much. What I want to talk about is that this guy started, who's a fan of the NBA, started watching or is watching Rockets and James Harden, and, and noticed a, a potential correlation between Harden's performance on the road and the quality of strip clubs in that city. What? Yeah. It's amazing. Like <laughs> someone put the time and the effort into this. That is kind of, kind of, I guess, offensive, but also hilarious. What? So he plays bad in Utah. Is that what you're getting at? Well, so actually, so yeah, that's one of the takeaways that I saw this on this post was that um, I didn't realize this, but Salt Lake City has the third ranked um, clubs of all They're NBA crushing. cities. They're crushing it with their strippers. Mormons like to get down. I didn't know that that, that was sense. legal. What do you mean? 
So like alcohol's what? illegal, but strippers yeah, and strip clubs aren't. But not all strip clubs are. You can't drink at the or you can't sell alcohol at strip clubs in New Jersey. No, 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 so, no, no. You're missing my point. My point is that Utah and Mormons have made like alcohol basically illegal in their state. Right. Right. But but, but make, it's not illegal to have strippers and strip clubs. Like the morally what, the what, morally offensiveness. One thing doesn't have to. Do. These dudes have like a lot of wives. Like the extreme version of their religion has lots of wives. Yeah, I but they're always they're like, like dressed and covered up. I didn't think they could. Are, well, I mean, let's be real here. You know, like I, the Hasidic communities for years have been, uh, I've heard, have been going to to uh, prostitutes in order to to not at, by advisement of their rabbis in order to not break up their marriages. It's a you know, it's a little. It's a give and take, a quid pro quo, if you will. <laughs> so maybe, also Salt Salt Lake is isn't that Mormon? I don't think. I think they're like Ogden and shit like that is. Okay, but I think Salt so. Lake is like a, a more more even. Spread. More progressive. Yeah. Yeah. It still surprises the hell out of me, though. Yeah, I I I never would have suspected. Uh, apparently, the worst or the best city or James Harden's worst performance city is Miami, of course, which makes sense. There's, huh? Yeah. I didn't even. That's this is a stupid list because okay so if you were gonna just off the top rank three cities that you would thought you would have thought are the best strip club cities in in the NBA what would you have said? Uh, I mean Miami would I think Miami would be on the top of the list up there. Okay. Um, Wait, are you saying are you saying he does worse in strip bad strip club cities? Yes. Or better. No, worse. So he plays worse when he doesn't have good strippers around. No, 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 no. He plays no when when there's when there when the, the the cities that have really good strip clubs, he stays out too late. Yes, and he he performs per, uh, poorly that the the day or the night after or whatever. Where's James Harden from? Did he go to Arizona or something? He went to Arizona State. I don't know where he's from. I think he's from L.A. though originally. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I mean, t- I I would imagine Miami's like one of the top cities in, of strip clubs in this in the country. Right, I mean, there, there. It just seems to be a natural fit. There. I don't know. I, would, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have really. Atlanta, right? Atlanta's got to be up there too. 100%. Atlanta's known for Atlanta. Its... Atlanta is is number one for right. sure. Like that, right off the bat. And then I would say a sneaky top one that probably most people. I don't. Maybe most people do know. Maybe they don't. But Portland. Yeah, the Acropolis. Now we're talking. Per per capita, I think Portland is probably number one strip clubs. Hells to the yes. Yeah. I mean, pound for pound. I, I've, been, I've been going to Portland strip clubs since I was knee high to a grasshopper. My uncle Shane used to take me to the Acropolis mm. for lunch. Good steaks. When I was like a kid. Great steaks. Great steaks. Great steaks. Great steaks. Great steaks. Yeah. I, I like great sides of beef, if you know what I mean, Chris. That, that's a deep. That's a deep. <laughs> that's a deep cut right there. Yeah. Um, I don't know where else. Like, I mean, New York, New Jersey. Those those aren't. Uh, I don't know, like terrible. maybe maybe Houston. So they took out. They also took out all of his home games. So it's just him on the road. So I don't know, like not, um, not trying to go to like a Dallas strip club. Like he's too close to home. Like probably right. And like L.A. I don't know if they have really good Man. strip clubs or not. I doubt it. It's probably overrated. I've never even seen one. Right there. There's no there's no uh, basketball cities in in Vegas. Would, so that's I'd not. I can't for, be on the I'd list. I'd say for like Minneapolis, Phoenix, like the crummy town. Yeah, like, you got nothing to. do. Right. Right. I, yeah. So he doesn't actually. Li- so oh, he said uh, Harden's best performances come um, 
in the city with the worst strip clubs, which is Toronto, apparently. Of course, nerds. Yeah. Those nerds. <laughs> so he doesn't, this they guy have, doesn't list the whole thing out. Club, it's the fucking Hooters. They were like, they're like, oh, we have a strip club. It's a Hooters. It's, you know, those ladies have ah, a lot of oh, legs. Yeah. They hoot like an owl. Yeah. We call Hooters, you know, we've always known Hooters to be owls uh, <laughs> or people that cheer for uh, Stan Makita. They go, who? Who? I got a hooter in my garage, you know, my gay yeah. garage. Um, what's, a, what's a hooter? <laughs> it's an, an owl. owl. Yeah. I thought you. I, I can't get rid of the darn thing. thing. <laughs> See, I have, I have a Hoover in my gay garage. <laughs> shop back. Uh, but I would like to know what his what his kind of rankings are in certain pla- you know certain places. One night, so he doesn't list them all out individually. He just kind of highlighted a few, and those were those were, it was basically let's, Toronto, let's, Miami, and, and Salt Lake City. Let me back this up a minute. Sure. Who the fuck wrote this, and for which barstool sports publication did this come out? No, this guy like, just posted it on Reddit. Oh, he, oh, right, right. He just was so like, he just oh, did I this on his own. Um. Well, that makes it less lame. He right. Didn't get paid it. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm far less offended. Right. And so I guess his his initial thing was was like he noticed um I don't know they played in Miami I guess this season maybe I don't know how old this this ranking thing is but I think it's I think it's new but that he noticed how poorly he played when he was in Miami the last time they played there and he just got him it just got this guy thinking I guess or person thinking about this kind of thing because and it actually makes a lot of sense I would I would assume like it it's not a big surprise maybe that Harden is kind of like you know likes the nightlife likes the strip clubs maybe. Likes mm-hmm. the boogie. Likes the, yeah. On the, yeah. Dis- on the disco round. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I heard a, I heard a stat, speaking of, uh, of James Harden, mm-hmm. that he goes, he goes to the free throw line already this season m- much more than the rest of the NBA. Like, he's, he's go- even though they're not giving him as many calls, he's still already going to the line. I think, twi- like, he has two more foul lines, averaging two more foul line appearances than any other player in the NBA. Which I think is actually, so, I mean, I it's, in the last couple of years, I think he's far exceeded everyone else. But yeah, I, I almost want to say even last year was almost even double digits or something by the next closest guy. I, I, you're probably right. I would, I've noticed that they're not giving him that, like, that, like, push down move, that mm-hmm. move where you can, like, throw the guy down. And I still haven't seen, I still haven't seen the one-legged running jumper thing that he had <laughs> promised us. But, he still is fantastic to watch. I, uh, I've really turned the corner on that guy. I really? used to, I used to hate it. Oh. Yeah, I used to, I used to hate like how he, like, would do the like, the kind of flop thing. But then I realized like, what he does is amazing. It and, is, it and is. no one can do it. He's he turned it into a yeah a unique skill and in in he invented in yeah he like he broke the game. He figured up up down down b a b a stop part. Like, right. He yep. Now can have it endless lives and. Castlevania, like he's he, he cracked it. Yeah, he yeah. I mean, to be able to to drive to the to the hoop, initiate the contact as the guy's like reaching in and like throw his arms up and like shoot the ball and stuff. I, th- I think is is it's particularly amazing. I think my favorite characteristic of his on the court is that he can miss with like a a minute and a half left and just not care in a tight game. Like he knows he's going to get the ball back and he knows he'll probably make it. Like he never overreacts if he misses uh, like an important basket. Like he just, 
he moves he's, on. Yeah, he moves on. Yeah, he's he's um the only other guy I kind of I I I you're, I you're think say Russ. No, oh god, no. It no, it's actually Kyrie who who kind of does the same, but I don't think he's consistent enough in making those shots. Right? It's like I yeah, think he Kyrie. thinks he can do it, but he's not as good as like Harden. I mean, the other night against Brooklyn, he had like that was a, a ridiculous shot. It was so he was like, I'm just gonna dribble around until I do this weird pull up three with no time left on the shot clock to ice the game. Like he has that ability, but I think James Harden has it. Like it's it's better. He, it's like he a, doesn't. He's he's just he's always at this one speed. Yes, he, that's right. why he's dropping fifty and sixty every night because right. he's always playing at the same yep. tempo. Where Kyrie kind of fucking ebbs and flows. Yes, a little bit, exactly. Know? Right. It's actually, and uh, I don't hate it necessarily with Kyrie, but it, I th- I feel like he thinks he needs to take those shots and where. A lot of times he doesn't, and he's just forcing I, it. Whereas Harden never feels like he's forcing it. Are you? I would never want Kyrie on my team, like ever since the beginning of time. I think he's a good player, but like, I don't want him. I don't want John John Wall. I don't want. Yeah. You know, like there are just certain players I don't want. I'd I would, rather have Brandon Ingram than fucking Kyrie. Oh, for yeah, for sure. I think totally, and for a lot of reasons, I think you can factor in on that point. I will say the watching the Nets a bit with Kyrie, though, is it's not early on when, when they started the season, I was like, oh, God, they're in trouble here because Kyrie's just taking every shot. And there's no flow to the game and there's no rhythm to the offense and those kinds of things. And that was kind of a concern, I think, going in ahead of time. But now after the last couple of games I've, I've watched them, I feel like he's kind of dialed it back a little bit. And he's sort yeah. of letting like Karis LeVert like take over the game a little bit and to getting his shots and he's passing it. I mean, he found um, he he. There was one where he like he kept dribble he kept dribble driving and like turning around and then going back and then like he just kept dribbling around and I was like, oh god, he's just he's killing him. He's just killing him himself basically. And then he stopped and he just threw like a no look pass to Joe Harris and the three pointer and he nailed it. And I was like, that was amazing. Because I was, I feel like that's, that's Kyrie kind of doesn't do that. Like he just thinks he's got to have to do it all himself, and he just he found Harris, and it was it was a really nice play. And I feel like he's they just sort of need time to figure each other out, like him and the rest of the team, right? Because it's it really feels like it's him and the rest of the team. Because the rest of the team has basically played with each other. They have the certain style that they want to play that the Nets have tried to implement over the last couple seasons in that system of theirs. And I think Kyrie's kind of coming around to it going like, hey, I can do what I can do, but we can also, you guys can do the rest of as a team, and we can kind of make this work a little bit. Well, so I, mean, I, I have a little hope I, that they, they, they actually, and they actually like him. You see him, them on the court, it's not like Boston at all, where they're not, they're shying away from him, they don't want to talk to him, they're angry with him. These guys are embracing him, they're like, you know, like patting each other on the head. Who could be angry at, at Kyrie? I mean, it's not like they had a star point guard there. I mean, Dinwiddie... Is a great bench player. He could win like you know six, six man. man. Yep. Levert Levert has Levert's getting exceeded there. Exceeded everyone's expectations yep. so far. Right. I mean, I think people thought he would be the the third in the in the big three when and he is when or he will be when Durant is healthy. But right. I've I've a thought. How how far away in his career is is Joe Harris from Steve Novak? Like. Two years, three years. <laughs> no, man. Like, I feel like there's an inevitable Steve Novak moment where people are like, oh, actually, you can't make your own space. You kind of suck. You're easy to fucking defend. 
and now you're useless. I hear, you don't no, think that's going to happen? No, because I'm uh, here. I'm here to defend Joe Harris. Because and I'll tell you why. Because three let's, years ago, let's have it. Because three years ago, he when he was on the cat or Cavs, I think, or whatever, and when he first came to to the Nets. And like this guy, I was like, why are they? Why did they sign this guy? Why are they playing this guy so much? Like he, all he could do is, is shoot threes, and he wasn't even that good at it, right? And he right. just they I've were kind of like they were like here, here's kind of here's Kyle Korver light, you know, um, and maybe he can turn into something. That guy has worked his ass off. He has made himself. He actually he doesn't just shoot threes. He can get to the hoop. He knows his role in that sense too, right? He, he can't just take anybody to the hole. He's not doing it all the time. He's not going one-on-one, but he plays within the offense. There's a reason why he re-signed a contract there for, for a decent um, – he probably could have gotten a lot more money if he went somewhere else, but he stayed there. I think he knows his abilities and his, what he's capable of in this system with this team, and I, know it's, I think he knows it's best for him. And I, think he, I mean, and obviously he, he probably likes it enjoys being here, but – he has made he has greatly overachieved i think in that sense that maybe you're referring to him as the same as steve novak yeah but i think he's created himself into a talent that will not that will not sort of disappear like novak did like he he has his turns the ball over the way novak did and he might be a hustle dude but remember novak was in the league for a while before he like hit it with the the knicks like it's not like he gave up no, I think this is more like I mean, you know, I mean, I, I'll keep drawing the the Corver comparisons Listen, if here. They bo- he, if, they, if they both weren't white, I would make the comparison at all. They just seem like the same kind of guy, and I, and I, I appreciate you defending Joe Harris. I like Joe Harris now, man. I, I didn't know, like him at I first. Know. I thought he was garbage, and that guy is that guy has really he has really improved his game. And he even he'll even play defense. He'll he'll go down low and bang and, and like play against bigger guys. Like he's. Listen, he's. Um, I, I just. I don't think he's. His talent level is the sense that where he's not gonna. He's not gonna just sort of regress like Novak is. Like he. He might as it, he'll. He'll have a role and he'll have a ability in this league for years to come. And again, it's. It's sort of keep thinking like Kyle Korver. Like the guy. At, at some point, Kyle Korver is, has regressed now because he's gotten older and all he can do is basically shoot threes and he can't do much else. And maybe that's. Maybe that's um, Joe Harris's role. You tread light. You tread lightly. When talking about Kyle Korver, well, I mean, but it's a listen. I like Korver, but he, you know, he's he kind of. I mean, he is, he's long in the tooth. His his career, yeah, is is over. But I mean, he his career exceeded far exceeded what anyone ever would have thought. Exactly, been an asset on a team. Exactly, for a long and I believe that's what Joe Harris is, and will be. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so how's the, just quickly to wrap that up? The thoughts on on the Nets. How how is Kenny doing leading the charge? Are they they're cohesive ball club. They feel yeah, I, man. They as, they as seem to fan. be. They I think they're getting better. Like they've been struggling. I think they've been losing a lot of games here. But it's I I think like they did the same thing last year, and all of a sudden they went on a big run. I mean, half this team is new. I think eight players on this on this roster is new this year. So they're doing well. They're playing well. My only my biggest concern. Everyone's making a big deal about Kyrie. What everyone should be concerned about is goddamn DeAndre Jordan fucking stealing ten million dollars a year from this club because that just, guy is in early retirement. That's his finder's fee. Hey, seriously, what, man. This guy is just he's there. Just, it's a friendship fee, man. No, so yeah, he gets paid he gets paid to like he he's like a PR firm. He's like, not he even trying paid. on the court though. Yeah, that guy I've never liked him. Yeah, I, I haven't I've either. I've never liked him. Uh and yeah, it it is unfortunate because he's, he's making, just a big he's like Dinwiddie money to do fucking not no, Dinwiddie. Yeah. And and they're giving him like 20 minutes a game, which I think 
they've noticed like I mean they played him a lot like against the Pistons and, and supposedly you know probably because to, to help with Andre Drummond or something but Drummond abused him. I mean, it's a good. He's a good person to have out there to give Jared Allen a break, right? Like, yeah, I guess so. But he's not been very effective. He's been absolutely dismal. And there's like stats, I guess now like you can you can look up to to to, to find that that he's just been he's he's been really bad. And Jared Allen has actually been playing a lot better. So they didn't even need him maybe to kind of spell Jared against those players potentially. I, I but I think and I think as the year as the season goes on here, I think he'll just start playing less and less. And he might maybe he'll get ten minutes a game or something because they just. He he doesn't even look like he's trying out there, and he's they keep trying to throw him alley oops, um, and and he's like he keeps missing them, and he can't even grab the ball or get up high enough to dunk. What does he think he's Dwight Howard? I don't know. I, yeah, he I, he doesn't look in shape either, though. He looks Dwight, you know Dwight's playing out of his mind. right Yeah, now. Dwight like got in shape and like, taking this seriously. I mean, he's also got LeBron probably yelling at him that he needs to probably play better, so that probably helps. But still i th- listen just bad because he could cornrow his hair still like he's a, that's just like that's that's all he's mad about <laughs> wouldn't that be amazing if that's what lebron should do he should just show up I with mean, like hair pieces fucking, of like, have you seen russ's hair? russ's cornrows are crazy they look like they were like somebody just took some clay and put like they're way too spaced out he does not have the hair they look uncomfortable and too tight why are, look, why why are guys why don't why do guys do this i don't understand this like well, if you don't have any hair, I just mean, go bald. You get, you're, well, I, mean, I don't think I don't think Russ is doing it to hold on to his hair. I think Russ is just a maniac, and he's like, like I'll play better. If my head hurts more, <laughs> but but like I, LeBron, it would be awesome if LeBron just showed, every day. He's like some days that like on throwback hair. night he's got afro, yeah. or like a a nice be flat yeah, top. I mean, why not? Yeah, flat top. Yeah. And, or just fucking just. Go old school and and have, be the black guy with the fro and the bald spot. Like, right? He's black. He gets to be bald. Yeah, That's the beauty. Of he makes black. it look good, and he's LeBron so, James. Whatever he does, so people are gonna. Why is, he, why is he out there struggling like he's Joe Rogan? Like, Seriously. getting hair plugs that people know. Like he he's turn he's turning into like the the Jeremy Pivot Pivot <laughs> of fucking the NBA. <laughs> we all know your hair's gone, dude. For some reason, you have it, but we. We saw singles. <laughs> You're bald as fuck in that movie. <laughs> I don't care about Entourage. Elton John. Maybe he's more Elton John. Elton, LeBron, I mean, listen, De- Deion Sanders did it for some reason, too. I don't know why he did it. Um, Deion got hair? Yeah, Deion got hair, man. He, he, he's done the whole thing now, oh, too. He's like, on TV, though, man. Joe Buck did it, too. Yeah, I mean, Joe Buck. Like, well, his, his were bad. Like, I, I thought that was... Bad. Like Dion also he, just had hair, and you're like, oh, Dion just like grew his hair out. Like you didn't know that he, but he has like he's he was losing his hair, and he, so he got treatment and help. He he looks good bald. What? Yeah, he looks. LeBron looks, looks good bald, man. Like, well, I don't understand what. And then he goes well, on LeBron and like never, posts LeBron a YouTube never had Jerry curl. Like, if, if you if you've had Jerry curl in your life, you can't go bald. <laughs> you know, that hair is so important to you. Yeah, I guess. Like Neon, Neon rolled in with fucking activator into the league and a and a headband around his neck. Like, I would I I give him a a pass because Fine. hair clearly is Fine. very important to him. But LeBron, dude, come on, man! It's like it's you might as well just have a, a sharpie out on the court. Yeah, and right. Just have like just spray it on. Like instead of instead of doing like the hand powder and stuff, just do like the spray. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Start a new trend. Be all bold with it. Yeah, man. Just be bold with it. 
Instead, he's on. He's posting for. videos of him like saying how his barber hooked him up with his fresh cut and everything. It's like, dude, he's no one. He's not a goddamn show at a barber shop. That's the weirdest. Yes, thing ever. I know. Like that that it's, it's it's crazy. It's it's not. I, it's it's crazy. Why would you put yourself in that position? You're the most powerful, influential, like, athlete right now. And this is what you're doing? Like, this is the, makes no sense. I said it before. It's the one thing he can't conquer. Yeah. I think it drives him fucking crazy. Right? Yeah. And you know, his, I mean, I hope his wife is just giving him shit every time he comes home, too. Because she's like, listen, man, like, you can't. She's got to be making fun of him about this stuff because he's trying to fake I, it so I hard, bet right? she's. She's not, because my wife doesn't fuck with my hair. She's cool about it. Yeah, but you're but not I trying to, his, like, but do... I bet, st- but I bet his kids... But I bet his kids do. <laughs> his kids have to. <laughs> like, that's the role of a kid. If I used to bust on my dad's hair all the time. He looked like fucking George Jones every time. Or Pete Rose when he came out of the shower, all poofy, <laughs> crazy sideburns. If you didn't have any hair and had a bad comb over and stuff, you're, I, I would hope your wife would try to tell, would try to t- tell you differently and be like, listen, Chris... Stop it. Stop trying to do Because I would. Well, I mean, I, so uh, day before yesterday, I went back to my hair cutting place because she does such a fantastic job. You mean your toupee like, shop? She gives me magical hair. I don't know how she does it. I think she does, like, sneak some in. Like, when I walk out of there, I'm like, my hair is... You got like, I've a got weave going? Yeah, <laughs> you don't even I, got know it. Weave. I got that fresh weave. I'm like, oh, she's so quick with it. I didn't even notice. Uh but, it, but it's like light. I mean, that's it's it. She's just a pro, you know. Mm-hmm. She's got she's got it down. Mm-hmm. And, she, and I told her to tell me, like, just you're you're the person that's gonna say, time to whoosh, time to either go straight crazy comb over or shave it off. You got, oh, man. No, I think promise me, you just shave it off. You don't think I could rock like the Dabney Coleman look, like a mustache, <laughs> I like the bald, and then, but long on the sides a little bit. I think I could. I think I could do it sophisticated. I wear some wire rim glasses. Yeah, then you can get a job at the at the Gazette as a sports writer. You know, you'll it'll be perfect. Yeah, for you. yeah. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would look. I mean, right? Some people aspire to be Tom Skerritt. I aspire to be Dabney Coleman. <laughs> Working not too far. Uh, all right, Chris. Speaking of Dabney Coleman. Mm. Mm-hmm. Are you excited for this boxing match that's uh, happening at the Staples Center in Los Angeles, California, tomorrow night? I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, it's a rematch. Oh. By, and I think it's sold out, and it's by two YouTube personalities. Oh. KSI, who's like a London YouTube dude. Okay. And, and America's own Great White Hope, Logan Paul. You might remember him from the suicide forest in Japan that ruined his career. This dude, they're fighting for real in the Staples Center. There's a promoter. There's a real undercard. Like, these guys, like, it, it's fascinating to me. But have you heard anything about this fight? No. I, honestly, I, I think I saw a, a video posted on it about their weigh-in, and they started pushing each other. And I was like, who, I, honestly, I didn't know who either of these two guys are. Right. Which is kind of the point I wanted to make. You don't know because you don't watch YouTube. Yeah. Because that's behind I'm not a millennial. Right. These guys, I mean, Logan Paul, like, has 20 million followers or whatever. Yeah. I know he's a big deal or whatever. Sure, he's a big deal. But what I find encouraging about this is that boxing is so timeless that at the end of the day, 
no matter what is invented, no matter what kind of celebrity there is, mm -hmm. when they fall from grace, <laughs> they will always <laughs> look to boxing. Yeah. Reach did it. Like it's uh, fucking who? Who else was oh, got, got into? I feel like I'm too many to like, count. They, they, that knucklehead from Ireland, the UFC guy, he yeah. basically just danced around. I mean, yeah. Hulk Hogan fought Mr. T. Right. Or fought, fought Rocky. Because it's a payday, basically, right? It's a great payday. Right. I it's mean, a great payday, and everybody instinctively thinks that they have the ability to fight somebody. Well, I think it's, they, it's sort of like the one thing everyone thinks is like inherent in you. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. you can't like just go and like, oh, hey, let's play one on one or like go. Um, do whatever else. Like it's the one thing you can just stand in a ring and you're just throwing punches. You don't even have to be a boxer. You just throwing punches basically at each other. Right. And I, so I, I mean, I get it from that standpoint, but the, the fact that everyone thinks that they can, this is, this is the, like the next step in there. So apparently what happened the first fight, they were, they were head headgear and did it like in a warehouse or some, or like a, I don't know, a civic center somewhere. Oh, right. You uh, said this and it was, I think it was three rounds. Uh, and so now and a promoter heard the turnout and so there's a guy actually promoting it and so there's no headgear i think it's a full card i think they have to i i think it's 10 rounds oh, i'm not Jesus sure christ no one I wants to you, see you go 10 rounds in amateurs like two guys who don't well, actually it's gonna, it's gonna be so stupid looking because they'll just be like doing these weird so tired these weird punches yeah they'll they'll die yeah. i mean Logan Paul's nose is gigantic. It's going to end up on the side of his face. I hope he realizes Doesn't that. this guy also think he can actually box? I don't know if I read something about that, but it's like this guy yeah, actually thinks he's going to be a... Everybody thinks they can box. No, no, but like he thinks like his next thing is basically to become a boxer. Yeah. I think, right? It's like this isn't just a one-off thing. I think he actually wants to train to become a boxer now or something. I'm not sure, though. He's Butterbean. He's the next Butterbean. <laughs> but... But Make them fight Butterbean. Apparently, they've got a real undercard on this. All and, right. uh, Shouldn't and all these I, guys just kind of go up against like George Foreman now? You know, I watched that Tommy Morrison documentary recently, mm -hmm. uh, which is a sad piece the 30 of Thirty for Thirty. Ooh, yeah, that one. That, that was a good one. It was sad, but that's a good. That was a good one. Man, yeah, I didn't realize how slippery that slope got for him. Mm -hmm. Like it. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I it made me think of Butterbean, the the, Tom, the Tommy Morrison documentary, and and how uh, and how everybody used to like try to be George Foreman. Like Butterbean was basically like, oh, that fat black guy is boxing, I can do it. Yeah, and Foreman was like a, a was a formative opponent well into his forties. I think he's probably brain dead. I haven't seen his ass in a long time. Yeah, I don't know if he's. I think he just uh, they might have had to put him down. Do you think that bury him in a Foreman grill, like, or at least have a headstone that's a Foreman grill? Like, <laughs> it'll be cool. I just, you know, in a way, it has like has DeLorean wings on his headstone. Why oh. wouldn't George, George Foreman should definitely have totally a Foreman? Yeah, it's got to be etched in the in the tombstone or something. I think at least. No, it's got to be shaped like it. Oh, okay, like, right, sure, 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 sure. Swivel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it could lay flat. You could like open it up. It could be like here lies. <laughs> <laughs> and then you open it up, George Farmer. <laughs> actually, you know, Chris, this actually reminds me of this whole boxing thing of, of people continuing or trying to continue their careers in boxing. I just read a story not too long ago that Brandon Marshall, our favorite wide receiver from the NFL, no, 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 is, is training to actually be a heavyweight boxer. Why did, see, he's got, he's got bipolar, man. The last thing he needs to do 
is mess up his brain. Yeah, man. I yeah, I, I feel I feel bad for the guy now because I, I don't know why he thinks he can do this. I think when you're super athletic and you're and you're in great physical condition, yeah. which I think Logan Paul is, and I'm sure Brandon Marshall is. Oh, for sure. There, there's a part of you that thinks like I could whoop anybody's ass. But, but Brandon Marshall could have gone into I think he could have gone into 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 uh, sports and television and stuff, right? Like he for sure. I so, mean, maybe this will be short lived. I mean, maybe. I, I, Who's that UFC dude? The 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 Irish guy. Well, I'm gonna blank it on his name. It doesn't matter. Gavin Rosdale. Yeah, it it doesn't matter his name. Ewan McGregor, whatever his name is. Yeah, he is a professional fighter, and he couldn't box. I mean, he he was just doing that just to get the money, though, man. Like he's just he. But he looked weird as shit out there trying to box. Like you have to you have to grow up. That that one I get because there's there's the other dude now too that's like um who's big in the UFC Jorge Masvidal or whatever who's a UFC fighter. Who's, who just won, like, a couple matches and, like, big matches. I think he got a couple of the belts or whatever you call it. And now he's apparently talking about he wants to fight, a, do a boxing match against a, a prominent boxer. Okay. And the only reason, I, you know, he's doing it is that so he can get that big payday like like the Irish dude did. So, I, I mean, I get it. Like, do, yeah, yeah. Do that, man. Get your money. Stop, you know, like... But I don't. I never. I don't know this Mesvidal dude. Are you gonna be in a big payday? Because no one's gonna put the risk. For well, he's it. he's big right now. All of a sudden, his name is blowing up. So like, I I think he'll kind of. He won't probably get McGregor money, but he'll get enough money where he's gonna be like, all right, now you know I don't have to like fight so much anymore. I don't have to worry about this. Well, like he gets his one big payday for him, and who's that's that, fine. Like do that. that. Do your thing. That Mexican boxer. He could fight him. Sure. Which one? The guy that's the champ right now. Oh. Oh, Canelo. Is that his name? I don't know. No. I'm not sure. I don't really know Ruiz. boxing. Ruiz. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, the world champ. Sure. Andy Ruiz. Man. Oh, the big dude. Yeah. Yeah, the butterbean. Yeah. <laughs> I think that guy slimmed down a bit. Chris, we, we're, we're going on here too okay. much. We got to okay. yeah, yeah. let's, let's not stop. Let's stop doing tra- uh, train of thought uh, podcasting. <laughs> but it is embarrassing that we tried to talk about boxing. Didn't know Conor McGregor's name or the Who cares about him? champion of the heavyweight champion of the world. I don't care about McGregor anymore. Nobody cares. I don't. I actually I never did anyway. But anyway, that's not. Well, who cares? Anyway, Chris. I think he might just be Julian Edelman. All right, let's go. Week 10. That was my segue. Is upon us. <laughs> it was a good one. Masterful. They week 10. Alike. Chris, we're in week 10 already. How did we get to week 10 already? I don't know, but my fantasy team does. It's looking, it's looking mm. bleak over there mm. in mm. fantasy world. Mm-hmm. So that's the only reason I've been keeping tabs. But I will say this: there's only three teams left in Harold's suicide pool, and I am one of them. Ooh, look then at there you! Were three. Yeah, bring it. Yeah, I did not believe in the Jets last week. Go to the strip club after you win. <laughs> so this week I'm riding or dying with the Niners. And uh, let's let's see what happens. And everything in between. Uh, we start with last night's game, which we picked ahead of time. We both went all in on the Chargers. Those assholes. The, those assholes. And I think um, I think we got to finally put the Chargers to bed, and we got to start getting on this Oakland Raiders bandwagon a little bit, Chris. No, we don't. You want to know why? Because <laughs> of John Gruden. Because they're they're just not going to like they're not going to make the playoffs. So no, I'm I'm talking about I'm talking about gambling and betting here a little bit, Chris. Oh yeah, for sure. Right. I, I think do. we need to start paying a little more attention to them, putting you know putting you know taking notice on them on their on their spreads and, and winning some games here. Um, do the Raiders play the Steelers this year? I don't think they do. They're like not. essentially the same team. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. 
They put up about the same amount of points. They have like decent. They they just feel a lot. They both had Antonio Brown. They feel a lot alike. Okay. Uh, what how, what was our record last week? I know I shit the bed. I think I I ended the day on a monster losing streak. I think I lost all the afternoon and evening games. Mm-hmm. But where where are we at with our records right now? Before we jump into these uh, for last week, uh, you were six seven and one. Okay. Our first tie of the year. We are Matt Patricia now. Yep. Uh, and oddly enough, it came I came in the uh, the Tampa Bay Seahawks game, which which uh, ended in an, uh, a tie for us, um, six points. So uh, I was just slightly worse than you at five eight and one. <laughs> so sweet, so sweet. Uh, I don't think that I could pick good. a game right. I think I that locked into good. a few of them. For the season, you have seventy wins, sixty three losses, in one tie, and I am three games behind you at sixty seven wins. All right. This is ridiculous. Yes. But some, someday, one of us is going to get good at this. Yeah. Also, the odd thing about last week, all uh, there was home, team. home teams won, except for home two. Teams won, like one out, yeah. The the London game, which we won't really count, and then Monday night's game uh, with um, Dallas was the road team, and they ended up winning that one. But otherwise, all the home teams won, which was crazy, I thought. So I'm chalking up last week just to just weirdness – and not us being bad gamblers, because I don't think anybody probably predicted those games. Well, let me say this, Chris. I did take our gambling advice from the show and put a little money on the Jets to lose last mm-hmm. weekend mm-hmm. outright, because after we talked, I was like, shit, I think that Chris is right. I think the Jets are tanking, too. So uh, I don't think, and I think that Miami's the superior team. Yeah. And I, I just had a Miami vibe after we we talked, so I, I, got, I got a little back. You did, they, although I don't, you don't remember this, but you actually took Miami. I know. Yeah. I know. I, I, I just gave it some pause, mm-hmm. had, a, had a moment, and remembered, like, the Miami team that played against Pittsburgh. Yeah. And how, how much better they are. I mean, they're well coached. Look at that. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're trying. They're trying. Um... And as much as I want to say, like, I think, I don't know if they tried to throw the Jets game, but even if they wanted to, the Jets were going to let them win that or lose that game. Right. The Jets were just so bad. I actually, that was the game I watched last Sunday, and I can't believe I did. Would you rather be a Jets fan right now or a Dolphins fan? Oh, Dolphins fan. There's way more hope. Isn't that crazy? There's way more hope down the road here. Plus, you already know that the the Jets, Redskins, and Cincinnati might be just as bad as you, and they're not even trying to tank. Right. That's a good, that's a good point. Greatest too. Yeah. And, and they have, have a lot of draft picks coming up. Adam Case. The other team has an interim <laughs> coach. And I think that like a third grader is coaching Cincinnati. Yes. Yes. It's, it's Sean McVay's high school uh, friend. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's all right. <rest> buddy. <laughs> Jimmy Robinson. All right. Let's that see what we can do for the rest of the week here, Chris. Twenty class. Okay. So starting first game? Sunday's games, Arizona. Plus four and a half in the town of Winston. <laughs> Winston, Winston, Salem, Tampa Bay, Buccaneers. <laughs> Your boys well, from the Bay. Everybody likes the Bucks. Like they're they, they're nothing if they're not fun to like watch. Be ridiculous. They're James Winston's got a little bit of James Harden in him. He just he just can't succeed. They're like a bad boy band. I'm too nervous to to look go back and look at how bad I've predicted the Bucks. I bet you I've lost every single one of those bets, and I I don't want to keep 
Wow, they're getting they're getting five fucking points. I got four and a half here. Is that has it changed? Maybe I'm, now. I'm looking at five. I'm looking okay. at, at five. Um, All right, I'll go. I'll move it to five. Wow. Uh. Okay. This is Jameis's week. Yeah, <laughs> he, he has to inside of himself think I am Kyler Murray before Kyler Murray, and I will not lose to the grasshopper because I am this master of throwing ridiculous passes, holding the ball too long, and I still like the Bucks D, and I uh, and it's a Bruce Arians. There isn't there something there too? Maybe in the Bucks at home. This is his five. former team against Arizona. Five feels, like, five feels like a lot, but give me the Bucks for no reason other than I, I want to root for the Bucks. Yeah, I, 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 um, I, I think you're right in the sense that it's it's Tampa Bay. I think they're the better team. I, Arizona has been maybe I mean they've been kind of winning a few games as of late. I don't think they're still that good. They kept oh they kept uh, San Francisco close last week. It's a Thursday night game. I, I think Tampa Bay at home here. It's only five points. I mean, I, it could. This game could be close, but I feel like neither team has a good defense necessarily. I, although Tampa Bay's might be a little bit better on average. I'm just, I'm just taking Tampa Bay at home here. I think. Good for you. Yeah. And this is why we're under 400 <laughs> for the season. Uh, okay, what's next? Uh, Atlanta coming back off a bye, which I. I didn't even realize I think this team was still in existence. I didn't even expect to see them this week. I just kind of forgot about Atlanta, I think, at all, as a football yeah. team. Uh, yeah. Strip clubs, I keep thinking about it. Sure. Yeah, they're the, definitely the favorite. <laughs> Here, unfortunately, they're a 13-point dog on the road in New Orleans. Man, Vegas is good. Now, it's not two touchdowns, so I think that's kind of interesting. Also, <laughs> we've talked about this in the past where I, I have not had good, I think, results going – High double-digit spreads here. Okay. However, we're talking about Atlanta Falcons. I'm taking I mean, New Orleans minus 13. It's Is Matt Ryan playing? Is he not? Is that good? Is Does it that matter? bad? Does it matter? The Saints don't, like, let off the gas. Sometimes they mm-hmm. have close games, but they're not going to have a close game at home. Mm-hmm. I don't think I yeah. will agree with you. The Saints keep up with the Buccaneers for that playoff spot. <laughs> it's all going to come down to Week 17. <laughs> yep, I picked it. Got it. Got it. Locked in. All right, Chris. Until we, uh, we get to the Broncos. Oh boy, huh? Uh, AFC North rival Baltimore minus nine and a half in Cincinnati. Cincinnati has gone away from the Red Rifle. It is the Ryan Finley era. Dalton Didn't they pay a bunch of money for Ryan Finley. Wasn't? Oh no, that was. That no, was, he's a rookie. Yeah, that was some guy with initials for a first name. What happened to that guy? Uh, who cares? T. Y. Dalton or T. Y. Hilton or <laughs> J. J. P. Morgan. You know, yeah, whatever. Somebody. Chris, you know what I hate about the about the Ravens beating the Patriots? Yeah, I actually kind of like it. Actually, yeah, right. Uh, now everyone likes the Ravens again, mm-hmm. which makes like nationally, mm-hmm. like they're they're uh, oh they're so fun and blah blah blah. Oh, yeah, doesn't Mars the MVP not, now because they Lamar, beat the Baltimore? Or Lamar they beat, looks like fucking Samuel Jackson in that movie with Bruce Willis, the Unbreakable, like Mr. Glass. He, yeah, <laughs> the motherfucker looks just like Mr. Glass. It's crazy. 
his hair's <laughs> fucked up. He's got a weird face. Uh, I, I love that I can hate the Ravens again because I was feeling too comfy Whoa. rooting for them. Uh, it's you're nice taking Bengals. No, I just I like rooting against the Ravens. Oh, okay. Like I, I was okay. on the back. I was I I love Lamar, but mm-hmm. it as a Steelers fan, I should hate the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you have ten and a half in your world? No, I got nine and a half. Gosh, these lines are really stale. Oh, uh, wow, these really moved from yesterday. Actually, the Bengals are that line moved that much. Apparently, that's cr- that's crazy. I. I know nothing. All right, well, I'm, it's ten and a half. So I'm, let's go to I'm ten and a half. I'm gonna take the Ravens on the road. All right, it's let's. I'll bump it up to ten and a half, and I'll still take the Ravens as well. I I, I think Cincinnati is is starting to probably tank here. They're looking to the future, quote unquote, with with their quarterback and this whole thing. Um, they're they're due. Cincinnati's due though. They're due for like a weird one. It'll be. It might be Pittsburgh. They're gonna they're gonna win a. Yeah, I don't think it's against Baltimore. I don't think there's any way. I mean, well, I know I it's a rivalry game. On the, you on pro- the bench either. What? I don't think it's with Andy Dalton on the bench. I don't. Yeah. I mean, as much as I think the guys washed, like right. he was one of the only good players left on that team. Yeah, I I don't know. I I I think you're right in the sense that Cincinnati might sneak up on somebody here one of these games. I just think Baltimore's on on a run here, and I I don't think they'll kind of let let the Bengals get in their way. All right, lock steps. Great. Pick another one wrong. What do we Let's got? Keep picking them. Okay, Buffalo plus two and a half in Cleveland against the worst coach in the league, or is that still Adam Gase? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> we haven't seen we haven't seen enough of a of a sample size from Freddie Kitchens. To I think we've seen all we needed to from Freddie Kitchens. Why, why? It's only been half a season. Maybe it takes a while to get your footing in the NFL. Like I. Oh, I have no I, doubt it takes a while to get your footing in it, but he has no footing at all. Like he doesn't even have a, he, like he has no feet. He should have. He should have not taken that job. That was the like. Why w- did he think he wanted that job? Here's the nice thing I'll say about Freddie Kitchens, and and them giving him that the, job. Those flying J in business. <laughs> those truck stops. Those Elmers excited about that. He's like I. I went back actually and looked at the at the list of like potential coaches that Cleveland was looking at last year and interviewed. There wasn't really a standout name on that list. Like the like the the biggest name you would know was was Mike McCarthy from the, who got fired from the Packers, you know, like a week or two before that. So like everyone else was like assistant coaches from other teams and potentially whatnot. So it's not like they had like the pick of the litter here. I mean, it's I, I guess it makes sense to stay within the organization, except for that organization was dog shit. So, right. Like, they took a shot, right? They took the shot and they were like, hey, let's try this guy because Baker had success the last half of last year, the last four, five, six games of last season as Kitchens was kind of as the offensive coordinator. But I think he's just proven he's in over his head as – he's never been an uh, offensive coordinator before. He was, you know, he's obviously never been a head coach. I think the guy's just in over his head. Let, he has no control of the team. Remember that when that dude from from – the Patriots took the Indianapolis head coaching job and then left him at the mm-hmm. altar. Yeah. That's what Freddie Kitchens should have done, except he would have just been leaving his own team at the altar. And I'm sure that someone could have found the next Frank Reich. Like, it, in, Indianapolis landed on their feet. They That shit worked out. For yeah, them. right. Like I, right. This is, a, this is a fucking train wreck. Like, this it's, is, it's all bad. That team sucks. Like offensively, defensively, they, they can't do anything right. It's, I, want, I wonder what it's like to be in that locker room oh, with Freddie just being like, I just want a catfish sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think he's coach. Like, I don't think he's trying to 
coach, like the, the whole team, or, or like be a leader in that locker room or anything. Like, I don't think he's holding anybody accountable. I don't think he cares to. I don't even think he knows better. And I don't think any of those players actually respect him enough to even listen to him half the time. They should have brought fucking Romeo Crennel. Like, that would have been the fucking Oh, move. man, that would have been nice. Yeah. Wasn't he, he the coach there already? I think he is. I think you think he's assistant coaching. You know, uh, Byron Leftwich will be the next head coach of, of Cincinnati. Cleveland? Watch out. Cleveland. Or of Cleveland, sorry. <laughs> of Cleveland. That would be amazing, actually. I would love to see that, actually. Take another shot. Why not? What else yeah. you got to lose? Uh, speaking of losing, shot. does Cleveland lose this game? Oh. They're the home favorite, minus two and a half. Wait. That can't be right. They're playing in Cleveland. Yeah. Oh, is Cle- oh Cleveland's the favorite. Sorry. I yeah. misheard. Right. Yeah, that to me says you've got to take Buffalo and the points. They're getting points, (laughs) right? Like they're the better team and they're getting points. They should be. They should be the better team. Although uh, we've talked about this last week too, that Buffalo, their offense is 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 not good. I'm gonna watch a Buffalo game one of these days so I can learn what everyone's talking about. All I see is the record, and I hear their defense is good. So I just the defense is okay. They 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 are good at uh, pass defense. The run you can run run a little bit. Adrian Peterson did last week, I believe. They're, they're, or whatever that was. Um, they're, I'm no, not, they, I'm they still not convinced. Beat, like, Buffalo's the most overrated six and two team. They no. have not beat anybody. They beat the Jets, the Giants, the Bengals, the Titans, yep. the Dolphins, right. and the Redskins. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They're not, they're not, their they're offense not like, is a mess. It's, it's, they get, the, they get the Browns and the Dolphins. Yeah. And they're kind the of lucking out on schedule wise here. Wow. That's a man. Well, it's a Music City miracle. I know, and I know you said like the smart thing to do here is take Buffalo, but I, I, I man, I Cleveland's like the one team I keep, I keep waiting for them to like turn around. They were supposed to turn around against the Broncos you last week. Tell me, Freddie Kitchen should be working like he should be, but with that much talent, they're bound to win at least one game, right? Are they talented? They've got a lot of talent on that team. Like they're Wait, they're not is, talented we, collectively. This is this is a. Uh... This is Kareem Hunt could come back, right? Yes, yeah. He's eligible to play Ooh, this game. that's a difference maker right there. Is he playing? Uh, he will play. They're not sure how much because of, you know, Kareem or, um, you know, Chubb. But, again, this is what Freddie Kitchens does. All of a sudden, he doesn't care about who he has on his team. He's just going to play the guys he wants to play, apparently. Yeah. Not try to get the ball to, to Odell, you know, put the ball in his best hand, player's hands. Play like, that wife-beating motherfucker. Like, let's let's just get dirty with it. Like, I, he's got nothing to lose, man. This is his ace in the hole, and, and he's a weird one. So, so we're both I, going Cleveland on this one? Uh, yeah, you flipped to me, man. All right, I like it. let's do it. All right. I, I, I don't feel good about it, and we're going to regret it, but who cares? Did you see Did you see Macaulay Culkin trolling uh, Baker Mayfield on Twitter? Yeah. Because uh, he looked like a he looked like the sticky bandit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah oh, God bless Macaulay Culkin. Uh, yeah, he's got a you know yeah. This is what he is now. Detroit plus two and a half in I Chicago. I uh, I picked the other one first on accident, so you should pick this one. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> the fact that Detroit's favored by two and a half points. I kind of, kind of want to pick Chicago's favorite by two and a half points. I kind of want to pick Detroit in this one because I, otherwise I don't really care about this game. And You're I, crazy. You're crazy. I, I, can't I, wait to, I can't wait to disagree with you on this one. Jump right in there because I got nothing else to say. So this is, this is the Mitchell Trubisky game. <laughs> this is the one. This is the one that makes him get through the rest of the season. He's going to have – he's bound to have a good game. Is he's he? He's bound to – he he's got to, and if if 
any team is the 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 team for taking that bait. It's the it's the beard and pencil led Detroit Lions. Don't you think? Like I feel like this is the one. I mean, again, I have not watched a Chicago game either. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. I mean, I assume they're bad, but they've still got like one of the best defenses, right? No, actually, their defense is, is like sliding off the last couple of games too. You're, everyone's able to run on them. Um, I, I think they're spending a, too much time on the field, so they're kind of wearing down a little bit. They've really fell off a cliff over the last like three or four games. Mitchell Trubisky has five touchdowns to Ryan Stafford's or Matthew Stafford's nineteen. Yeah, holy shit. The one good thing I will say about Chicago is that they can potentially they might be able they might have start figuring out run uh, Montgomery more, rely on the on the run game, limit Trubisky, and then but they're 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 not even like making him. They're basically just making him like five yard throws, and he can barely make those. How much do they miss? Old uh, Jordan Howard over there. Like I think they, they, they miss him probably more they, than they'll even admit to it because they're I, not. I, they don't even like admitting. They, they can't even change the offense to make sure that put Trubisky in a, in a better situations half the time. They're not. Even, he's not even running anymore this year, and that was his strength last year. It was the only thing he did well last year. If I was Chicago's coach, I would be asking to get fired because that team's a fucking. I feel like that's what he's doing. He's just. He's like. He's not changing the game plan. He's not trying anything different except for the. I think they're starting to run the ball more a little bit. It's the only hope that they have is that they've actually figured out finally, like four weeks too late when everyone else was telling them what they're doing wrong, is that they're starting to maybe change the offense a little bit more to, to, to in their favor. I mean, somebody, he, their head coach just found out that a visor looks insane if you're bald. <laughs> so, like, he's slow to learn things. Chris, when we go bald, we're wearing visors. I'm not, no way! It's a weird, what a weird look. What a weird look. So who are you Should settling on here? And with big, poofy heads of hair could do that. I like Chicago. You okay. Know, you All know right. We're going head-to-head on that one. I'm, I'm, I almost talked myself into going to Chicago on that one, but I'm going, to stick with, I'm going to stick with the beard and pencil. Kansas City, minus four and a half. Mahomes might play. They're in Tennessee against your boy Ryan Tannehill. He ain't playing shit. They're, I don't think they need to. I don't think they need him to play this game. Matt Moore is... Wait, is Andy Reid a good coach? Because Matt Moore isn't good at quarterback. He's a good coach in the regular season. This is six points? Oh, I got four and a half. Really? Four and a half Chiefs? All right, now, I mean, now it's actually on. It's up to five and, minus five and a half for Kansas City. So that, I, that, I think that's implying that Mahomes is playing. I Honestly, I don't think it matters either. I hope he doesn't play just for his sake, because uh, they can beat this team without him. Yep. Uh, I I like the I like the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs have figured out. I think they've righted the ship, if the ship was even ever wronged. Yeah. I, well, the only thing that worries me is that if Tennessee can kind of control the clock and the pace of the game here with running it and, and Derrick Henry, but I'll I'll keep riding with the Chiefs because I just think they're the better team overall. Yeah, they yeah. are. They are definitely a better team. Okay. Chris, the battle for New York. Is on. Wait, those two teams play each other? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Oh my god, what a fucking insult to this fucking poor city. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's what's happening? Yeah. Why? Subway series. What do they call it? The, the path series? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. The battle NJ a... Transit series? <laughs> Who's the home team? It's the same fucking stadium. <laughs> Not even in New York. No. Um, the Jets are apparently the home team in this one. So they're the home dog, I would assume. Yeah, they're a home dog, 
plus two and a half. And they buy a pinch. Please pick this game because you're the you're the Danny J truther. So tell me why <laughs> Daniel Dimes is gonna run a bucket. This on one's a tough one for me, Chris, because I love Daniel Jones and Sam Darnold so much equally. We just start calling him Dan Jones. Dan like, Jones. Just Dan Jones. Like Dan. the guy in accounting. You know, yeah. Dan Old Dan. Dan Jones, yeah. He's Dan Jones. It's, his wife's having a Tupperware party again this I think weekend. He plays in a band on the weekends. I've I've heard I've heard they're it's pretty a, good. It's a cover band of like Yeah, yeah, he plays bass, but <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't expect it, but I've heard they're pretty good. I don't know. I don't I honestly don't know how to pick this game. The only thing I I think maybe is just taking the points. I mean, this week feel this whole week feels like very much going with your gut, not with your because there's just some question marks still. There's a lot of question marks. Oh, I, I think I don't I th- I, I want to I, I, I say and I'm having trouble saying this, obviously, is that I, I think the Jets are probably the better team, though, or the Giants are the, are the better team, probably. And they're really bad. I, I knew you were saying you meant Giants. I didn't even hear Jets come out of your mouth. Yeah. I, I, I probably agree with you, but oh man, that so the Jet the Giants have beat the Buccaneers in Danny's second coming of Christ maneuver, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then they beat the Redskins after that, and then they've just lost to everyone. Although they've been all pretty good teams, so well, not great, but. And there's no this, there's this no home like a, field advantage a, here because there's probably going to be equal amount of fans. I, I'm, I think I'm going the I think I'm going the Giants. I, I, you know, if this was three or over, maybe I would consider taking the points then. But I think I'll take the Giants minus the points. Here's what I see. Here's what I see happening. Mm-hmm. It's a close game. Yeah. Naked. Yeah. Oh, a, a real a real gridiron battle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> An old school. Old school. Yeah. Grind them out. Smash mouth football. <laughs> Y.A. Tittle and. <laughs> Levy on Bell on one side and uh, Saquon Barkley on the other. <laughs> two of the best running backs the NFL may have ever seen. And two great up-and-coming quarterbacks. All of them in the Meadowlands. Who's the home team? Who's the visitor? Who knows? Who here's cares? What I, here's what I think is going to happen. I think we're going to see the return of Eli before the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And I think it might happen when they're getting their asses kicked by Maybe one of the worst teams in football. And then I, he comes good. back and leads him to victory. He leads him to like <laughs> two victories, maybe. He's going to win this one. People, even Jets fans are going to be applauding him and the performance he put on. Oh, man. Jace will meet him at, at, at midfield. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's going to fucking happen. That's, okay. that's my prediction. Give so me the Giants. Giants and Eli. All right, we're both taking Giants and, and the Eli's. Hey, you know what the Giants and Jets have in common? No. They they both had Geno Smith as a quarterback. Oh, well there you go. Okay, that's it? I mean that's as far as I know. Yeah, okay, that's, great. All right. Yeah. Um Miami plus ten and a half in Indianapolis. Is it who's QB? Uh, I don't know uh if Brisket is um gonna be able to play or not. Uh maybe it's Hoyer stepping in there. Does it ten and a half feels uh, whoa, it's up to 12 and a half now, actually, on FanDuel. That feels ridiculous, but... That seems like a lot of points, because Miami's... Uh, man, Miami's bad, but they're 
they've been trying pretty hard last couple games, and they've been have staying they close for at have least. Indianapolis beat and or lost anybody by more than like five points. No, like, I don't think so either. I think yeah, I think the Colts have been keeping all, all, almost every game close, and they just with Vinatieri like blowing field goals here left and right. Um, you know, I I, uh, I kind of want to take Miami in the points on this one. Well, I would. Okay. I think that that's the right move. I hate that we are agreeing on everything, but yeah, I don't. Not everything. Indianapolis only has had had won two games that were decided by more than six six points. Yeah, so. now that this game has gone up to 12 and a half, I mean, if this game has moved two points now in the last 24 hours. So yeah, I would assume gave, that brisk... gave me pause, but 12 makes me... I don't know why. That's that's stupid math, but... That's, mm. that, that's but that, that, I think that's implying that uh, Brissett is going to play in this game, though, but um, he might... Maybe, you know, if he's too banged up, maybe they don't... They don't end up playing him the whole game or whatever else. They rest him maybe after halftime potentially. I think there's a lot of factors in there that you could that favor you just taking those points and seeing what happens. Well, I think Fitzpatrick is a better quarterback than Bobby or Brian Hoyer. So mm. I think mm. Mika Fitzpatrick is a better quarterback than <laughs> Brian Hoyer. But apparently he's really he really bowled out him. last game, Chris. Yeah, he threw a pick six that was 99 yard return, but he just shoved it up and he played really hard. All right. Carolina plus five and a half in Green Bay. Does Green Bay bounce back from a devastating loss to the LA Chargers? Uh, That's a weird team, that that Green Bay. Mm. Uh, But I think they do. At home. uh, Just what's the they're they're giving up five and a half? Five and a half, yeah. Uh, Although McCaffrey, I feel like McCaffrey, and they can run kind of on Green Bay a little bit, and kind of can help kind of keep this game close, maybe. Yeah. But in the end, I think I think I think Favre and Green Bay kind of rebound and and might you know kind of off off that embarrassing loss, kind of put. I it, mean, I I will be. I, you're trying to you're trying to double down on my Eli prediction by saying that Favre's going to come back for the the Packers. <laughs> that, that would, you realize you just said Favre, right? Oh, did I? <laughs> yeah. Which is amazing. I met Don Majowski. <laughs> yeah. Bart Starr's going to come back and fucking... Wow. That was great. Wow. Was yeah. Freudian slipped there. Slid right up there. You know who my favorite Packer quarterback is now of all time? He wears those jeans. So yeah. Well. Real, comfortable jeans. I buy them at Costco. <laughs> I'll take Green Bay minus five and a half points. I'm I don't like this either way, uh, but, right. but I think they could win by a touchdown. And give me you know. the Panthers just because I don't feel that strongly about cool. it. We have to like we can't pick the same team all, right, fine. all the way down. So. Great. So you're gonna win that one. Next game then, <laughs> L.A. Rams go to your hometown of Pittsburgh. The Rams are the road favorite minus three and a half. Ooh, that's not enough points. Doesn't feel like it, right? No. Pittsburgh's not good at football. They're like their defense has been kind of nice lately. They get they've been forcing a lot of turnovers, which is something they hadn't done for uh, like a decade. Um, right. And I also feel like that usually kind of comes to an end at some point in time. And we got Chicolo back. Apparently, it's okay if you beat your spouse and oh, of course it is. Of course it is. That's that's been proven time and time again. Quite, you could do it. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I. I, I like I like the defense too, and it feels nice to have a defense that can make big plays. But they still give up a lot of points. They, yeah, I would get I would get close to a to a touchdown worth of points here before I would take um, give up I'm the Rams. Not, I'm still I'm still a little iffy on who, but WB Mason, uh, but Mason Rudolph. But I 
He's he's struggling, man. He he can't even find. I mean, yeah, especially with with Jalen Ramsey now. I think they can kind of shut down the wide receivers a little bit. He got knocked. He got knocked the fuck out. I mean, that's really. He just hasn't looked the same since he got knocked yeah. the fuck out. Like, yeah. Uh, but but he's. I I still I still have tons of, of faith in his ability to finish out the season strong. I just don't think that they can. Fuck. I don't think they can beat the Rams. I didn't think they could beat the Colts. So right. Clearly I don't it's true. Beat the Rams. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Sunday night, Minnesota plus three in Dallas. Uh, this is your pick. Oh, great. I don't want to pick. I can't pick against Kirk. I can't pick. I can't, I can't pick Kirk Cousins. I just can't do it. You could pick Boogie Cousins. Yeah, I'd rather pick Boogie Cousins and have him play quarterback. I, I, I'll take Dallas why at home. Take, why don't you just take, like, uh, who you could take Favre again? Mm. He played for the yeah, episode. right? Or maybe <laughs> Randall Cunningham? Can I, I would definitely Fran take Tarkenton. Randall Cunningham. You could take Fran Tarkenton. Ooh, I love Fran Tarkenton. Um, because he used to be on the show uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not. I think I thought it was on Ripley's Believe It or Not. He was on. Uh, that's incredible. Oh, that's incredible. That's what it was. <laughs> It's the same John show. Davis. Was Josh it? Davis. Was no. It? it was basically the same show. Not even close. Ripley's Believe It or Not was just like, it was just that old dude that did the one-arm push-ups, like, bring it. Oh, that's so, right. Telling stories. Believe it. Hard. Or not. Yeah, it was way creepier. He was like the Crypt Keeper. Yeah, he was okay. actually the Crypt Keeper. What's right. dude's name? Old one-arm push-up guy. Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I can't think of it. He was Levi also in Strauss. the... <laughs> Levi Strauss. Um, Chris, who you got? I'm taking Dallas at home, three points. I, you know, whatever. Who cares? Just take a no, team. Don't, don't, don't. I mean, I like I like Dallas at home as well. I have <laughs> always hated Kirk Cousins, but they're both these teams feel like they're on the exact same trajectory. They're mm-hmm. they're they're sketchy at best. Mm-hmm. They've got good pieces, but they're not. They might make the playoffs. They might not. They're not reliable. Yeah, they're not reliable. I'll go with the tried tried and true formula here, picking against Kirk Cousins uh, uh, versus a quarterback or teams with winning records. There you go. That's great. Great. I like that advice, and I can't. I hate rooting for Kirk Cousins. Yeah. All right. Last game of the week, Monday night, Seattle, San Francisco. Seattle plus six on the road in Santa Clara. Actually, I. So what are your thoughts on the Seahawks right now? Are they – I mean, Russell's the, Russell's the MVP. That's happening. Obviously. Just give it to him right now. Seattle keeps pulling these weirdo games out of their ass. This is what they do. I don't get it. They're not good. This isn't They've anything – shake, Shaky defense cobbled together by – like, I'm surprised Vontez Perfect isn't on that team right now. Like, I – they have what, – what do they want? Why do they want uh, – what's his face from, from New England? That's a weird pickup. Josh Gordon. Gordon? Why the fuck Josh Gordon? I don't think it's a weird pickup. I think it's you're taking a chance on a, uh, a talented player. Um, it's basically he's like he's he couldn't clean Baldwin's shoes. Like he, they're not getting that good of a player. I feel like they're. You think that that's what they needed? Another person? No, they need a lot. They need a lot of help on defense, but they're not going to get those players. So this is like the player they could get for nothing, right. and you take a okay. chance on them, and you add a little more talent to an offense. Uh, and a little more uh, potential dynamic. I mean, imagine the, the lineups here with DK Metcalf and Josh Gordon's on the outside, two guys who are big, strong, fast, uh, talented, and then you have Lockett, you know, basically in the slot doing damage. 
I, I feel the, the one thing, and, and listen, I, I have my issues with Seattle this season, and I think they're, but they, this, they do this every game, is, is they, they play close and they rely on Russell Wilson in the end to win the game, and he does that more times than not. Like, this isn't a new formula for them. This is what they've been doing for years now since, like, post Marshawn Lynch, basically. Their defense is bad. Yeah, I thought I, their I, defense would get better second half of the season. I thought with the pass rush and all those guys, I thought they'd start figuring things out and I thought they'd be dangerous. Now, I'm not so sure at all, and I don't think that's going to happen. I think their defense is just bad, and they're going to have to try to start out-shooting and out-scoring players on off- or other teams on offense. And I think it's something that they finally realize. It's like they can't just run the ball, pound the ball like old school like they want to, and they're starting to play an offensive system that is tailor-made to Russell Wilson's strengths, and that's another reason why they're adding Josh Gordon. Okay. Is to make so- this offense even more dynamic possibly, and, and passing it is their strength – and it's probably their only good thing about this team, although their their rushing offense isn't bad. It's just not a huge strength, and it shouldn't be the focal point. Who's the Who's the best running back on that team? Oh, it's Chris Carson. But I'm, I mean, like Ben. Uh, it's probably Penny, but like they don't need they they don't really need a second running back. But if Carson got hurt, I'd be okay with like giving like giving them like giving Penny a vast I mean, majority like, of those snaps you, and seeing what happens last year. <laughs> Exactly what happened last year, right? Yeah. Uh, although Penny was hurt too, maybe I think for a little bit. So they they kind of relied on. They also had a third guy, Mike Davis, last year who helped him out a, a tremendous amount at that point in time. They don't have that guy this year, where I think they have more confidence and Penny can sort of take over that that load if need be. Okay. Uh, Having said that, Seattle plus six. I'm just. I think this is one of those. This might be the formula where I think in the past where like you sh- you probably should take Seattle in the points because it's probably going to be a close game because they play everybody close. Um, and I don't think San Francisco. I don't think is that great, especially offensively. Okay. Although they they what they do you're is really, they run the you're ball. Really doing, you're really doing a number on this pick. You're really, you're analyzing it to to death. I I thought for sure you'd just be like San Francisco is going to win this game because they're a better team, and I'm I always root against. Seattle. Seattle. I do, and that's what my sort of... uh, I'm a little of two minds on this one because I I do believe that to be true. Although six points seems... It's it's a little tempting, though. I think San San Francisco will win this game. I'm just not sure if they can... I don't know if they can cover six points winning this game. What do you think? I think Seattle wins in prime time. Mm -hmm. I think that San Francisco is due to lose a game. Which is a stupid way to to choose things, but I, it feels like the correct answer in this case. I think the game will be close, uh, win or lose for the Seahawks. So I'm not going to say the Seahawks will win necessarily, mm-hmm. but I think that they'll keep it within six. Okay, I, I think, think so too. See, I think a seven and two team that's giving up six points, even on the road, is a is a bit of a a bit of a fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll. I'll. I'll take the. I'll take the six points too. I think it's probably the smart play to do there. Well, I'm very smart, man. Yes, you are, Chris. You've been doing better than me lately, so I'm gonna take your wisdom. <laughs> take it and throw it in the trash. There you go. Take All that, right. you son of a. Uh, All right. So, so quickly before we go, I wanted to get your thoughts on. Uh, do you have any? Do you have any uh, changes to your to your playoff teams that you chose at the beginning of the season? Is there anyone? that you think isn't actually going to make it that you chose uh, before week one? The Cleveland Browns. Okay. <laughs> good. That's a good one. That's a good one. It's the only one I can think of. I don't remember who I picked at this point in time. I don't um, remember. I just remember the ones that, that uh, 
that did bad. So that's why I, yeah, that's why I see that because I I know I I just feel stupid. Like my teams are my bad teams are very bad. Although who knows? <laughs> you never know, Chris. Maybe the Broncos. Maybe the Broncos come out of nowhere. Yeah, and, <laughs> well, they've got the. Now that they've got an Allen at quarterback, they can they're going to turn their their season around. Why just won't like, they? Why won't they unlock Locke? It makes no sense. I think he's still injured, dude. I think he's and he's also terrible. He's not bad anyway. How we're do not you gonna know? So yeah, I think it's time. I just let go of the of the Broncos and the the Buccaneers. Yep. And uh, yep. And get on the Bills. Also, get on the Bills. Did we also take Atlanta? Yeah, I think we did. You too. did. Yeah. I, don't, I definitely would not have. I'm way too smart for that. <laughs> All right, buddy. We gotta go. How do you do, buddy?